0: Welcome to the Space of the waist, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson.
1: Welcome to Voice America. Thank you for tuning in to the Variety Channel today. I'm your host, Melody Edmondson, and our show is The Space of the Waste. Today, we have a great program planned. We have the wonderful, multi-award-winning designer, Laura Tanzer, who does a very unusual, unique, fabulous way of designing clothes called Body Geometry, and she will be beyond after I do a very quick recap. Um, I want to mention that book one that I wanted you to purchase because it has so much valuable information and in how to measure for your waist length and your body shape. That is the guidebook, book one, your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. You will only need one other book other than this. For this show, this one, the guidebook, to get your measurements and to get your waist length and much other information, then you will need your exact body shape and your waist length. After you get book one, though, because I do a little bit different kind of measuring that I have trademarked, and I'm going to review that because I went over it in the last show, and that is right under your bra band or the bottom of your breast, down to where your waist nips in is what I call the space of the waist and have trademarked. That is actually your waist length. That is your waist length. And I have, by the use of the golden ratio, divine proportion, come up with numbers for that according to your height. And I will also go through that. If you are of average height, 5 foot 4 inches tall through 5 foot 9 inches tall, your space of the waist, if you are balanced, would be 6.22 inches up to 7 inches. And I'm including all the way up to 7 because after calling just, just about 800 pattern designers and designers, they... Almost all said seven inches was a balanced waist. So I'm doing 6.22 to seven inches for balanced waist if your average height. Keep in mind, if you're a narrower body, if your body's narrow, like say you're only 32 inches wide in in your shoulders and maybe 29 in your waist and 32 in your hips, you're narrow and tall, kind of like Nicole Kinman. You might be able to fudge a little bit, but if you're wider, like I am, I'm about 39 inches wide, 38 and a half to be exact (laughs) in my shoulders and my hips. I can't fudge a bit because my, my hips are high. They're right after my nipped in waist. So I'm not fudging at all. If I wear a belt, it has to be on my hips and I'm also short waisted. So we'll talk about that later. Now, if you're short waisted, which means you're five foot four to five, nine inches and you're balanced uh, and your average in height, which is five, four to five nine. If you're short waisted, you're going to be under uh, that 6.22 And you're going to be long-waisted if you're over that seven inches. Now, if you're a shorter person, not necessarily a petite, because all shorter women are not petites, a lot of shorter women have longer arms, longer legs, and longer waists. Um, And some of them are shorter waisted and have longer arms and longer legs, and they can't fit into petites. So for shorter women, if you're under five foot, four inches tall, to be average, uh, to be balanced waisted, you would have 4.3 to five inches. That would be balanced. If you're under 4.3 inches in the space of the waist, you would be short-waisted. If you're over five inches, you will be long-waisted. And if you're a tall girl over five, nine, the space of the waist would be 8.3 to nine inches. And don't worry about memorizing this because it's all in book one that I've asked you to buy the guidebook. Now, continuing on, for, on the recap, I just wanna go over the body shapes again. I use six body shapes, okay? I use circle and square. And, you know, I use bone structure to measure shoulders, waist, and hip. No boob, no butt. I'm doing your bone structure. I have had some women tell me they do better looking in the mirror and just measuring right across their shoulders to maybe the middle of their arms doing their waist the same way, doing their hips the same way, and writing those numbers down, timesing them by two. And they feel that gives them a feeling of their body shape. And then they measure their waist length. So I'm not opposed to that. Um, But I'm just saying your bone structure doesn't change Uh, as much, I mean, if you get osteoporosis or something, of course, your spine will shrink, but I'm saying in general, your bones don't change. They're a primary modifier. If you have a long neck, you're always going to have a long neck. If you have long arms, long legs, long fingers, long waist, you're not going to change. You can't diet away from a short waist into a long waist. And you can't shrink yourself into a shorter waist if you're long-waisted, nor should you want to. We're all here just to love the bodies we were given and trust them the very best that we can. And trust me, once you know your body shape and your waist length, your worries will be over because in your second book, I have a list of silhouettes, which I use the word silhouettes for a cut and sewn or knitted garment that's cut in a specific uh, shape. And that means something like a chemise dress or a sheath dress or a shift dress, or a fitted and flared dress, a triangle-shaped dress, a shirtwaist dress, or even a trench coat or a Chesterfield coat. They've been good and exactly the same for years and years and years. So when I say that term, that is a silhouette. When you say style, it is used very many different ways. So I'm trying to stay away from that word because there are stylists, how you style your clothes, what's your style. It can be very confusing to use that word. So when I use the word silhouette, I'm talking about a very specific cut and sewn garment. Uh, now, we the body shapes again, circle, square, rectangle, inverted triangle, triangle and hourglass. With the circle and the square, the shoulders, waist, and hips are just about the same. The difference in the circle is that the tummy, abdomen area is fuller. Some people call this apple body shape. I, I feel with a little bit more belly on the circle I like to call it circle and the square is a little bit flatter. Uh, You don't have a belly, but you have just about the exact same shoulder, waist and hip measurement. And the rectangle body shape is much like the square, except narrower and usually found on taller women, but not always. You can be a rectangle and be short. Uh, Same with inverted triangle where the shoulders are wider than the waist and hips, particularly wider than the hips. That means you are inverted triangle. For instance, your measurements might be 40, 36, 36, or something like that, or 38, 34, 36. Actually wider than 38, probably more like 40, because it's very noticeable when you look at a woman whose shoulders are broader than her hips many women that have that shape however think they're hourglass in fact after doing a little survey myself i found that 75 percent of women think they're one shape when they're really another many many people with inverted triangle think they're hourglass because they have broad shoulders big boobs and their waist is smaller than their hips but they have narrow hips and they have no butt that's not hourglass then the next group, uh, inverted, not inverted, but standing up triangle and hourglass. They're very similar, but in triangle, the shoulders are not as wide as the hips and the waist is still 10 inches smaller than the hips. So hourglass is the hips and the shoulders are the same and the waist is at least 10 inches smaller and all the body shapes are desired by both sexes. And it used to be that the hourglass was a favored body shape. And the research I did found that rectangle and inverted triangle are very favored now more so than hourglass. And that short waisted is just as preferred as balanced. And I found that very interesting, but they like the long legs. They don't care so much about the shorter waist. Anyway, I'm just here to tell you that everyone loves one, one body or the other. All bodies are beautiful. And I think every. this is a very inclusive show where everybody is counted and everyone can look beautiful in their clothing. It's not about weight. It's not about height. It's not about that. It's about your waist length and your body shape together. And how you can find the perfect clothes for yourself and look great so that you can go on with the rest of your life uh, and enjoy your life or your job or whatever you have to do, feeling comfortable in your clothes, knowing that you're dressing the very best that you possibly can. I would like to... um, I tell you that by the time we get to like show, I'm hoping by show, I was going to say three, but it's going to be like show five after we've gone through the body shapes and we've spoken to some keen designers, we are going to go into your closet. And by then you would have read book one and you know, your body shape and that book is on, on your bed, ready for you to read And you have read it, but ready for you to tear out the pages on your silhouettes. And we're going to go into your closet and we're going to do a day, a Tuesday for your body by wasteland. And we're going to go through your closet. And that's going to be really, really fun. So that you ought to be able to go into your closet. I mean, you know, you probably say... To a lot of your friends, you have a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. I mean, I've heard that a million times. So that shouldn't be the case. You should have everything you need right inside your closet. And we'll start with like fifty basic key silhouettes that you must have, you know. And then we'll move that into about a hundred pieces as time goes by. We'll collect more units to round out your wardrobe. And we, and you will, after you have your two books and you know your body shape and your waist length, you will not spend a wasted moment when you go shopping. You will know when you see certain silhouettes, they're not your silhouette. You're going to see a trench coat. You're going to see a shirt waist dress and you're short waisted and shorter. You're going to know if I get that trench, I'm going to have to take the belt off or I'm going to have to tie it in the back and hem it in order to wear that. Or can find a straight-lined trench-type coat, and that's going to be a little more perfect on me. So um, you will see your friends wearing silhouettes that look great on them. Or maybe they don't look great on them. You can tell them to buy book one, your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist on amazon.com. They can do their measuring. But you ought to be able to at the drop of a hat or a drop of a pin, you ought to be able at the very last minute. If you're invited to a cocktail party, you ought to have a great cocktail dress. You ought to have a great little black dress. If you're invited to a charity function at the last minute, someone's husband gets sick and they've got two tickets and they paid and it's for his company and she's got to go and begs you to go, you need to have a black tie dress in there that works. You need a winter coat. You need your raincoat. Yes, you need your umbrella. You need your rain boots. You need your boots. You need your, you know, there are things that you should just always have in there. You get invited to a wedding. You shouldn't have to dash out and try to find a dress for a wedding. You should have something in there. And all of these things will be true for you if you continue to watch our show. Confidence is important. And I think that when you have confidence in how you look you can pay more, more attention to your essential being and being who you are and feeling like allowing your spirit to come out and, and be able to move along in your life much, much more coherently when you know that you you are dressing very, very well. Um, I want to get back to talking a little tiny bit about returns because in 2018, there was a 45% return rate. And it was projected for 2019 for retail clothing to have a 55% return rate. And they projected in 2020 to 2021, which I haven't gotten the figures from them yet, to be higher than 55% and in 2018 there was 358 trillion retail dollars in returns in women's clothing projected to be 500 trillion in 2020 this is just way too much waste and it's way too much nonsense on returns and i do think we can make that better for our retailers and make it easier on ourselves by knowing our body shape knowing our waist length and purchasing things. Even if you have to ask that salesperson, call the actual store, have them measure it for you. That's okay. That's their job. They can do that. Pretty soon, it will be listed, hopefully, on the details about the garment if we push for it enough. Um, All of the insight that I have in the books uh, from five foot four inches to over 5'10", these are. These will include talls, petites, and, and plus sizes or larger sizes. Because the way I look at it, it doesn't matter what your weight. It is about your waist length and your body shape. Everyone is beautiful and everyone can look beautiful. I would like to take a couple of seconds here and go to... Uh, a commercial break. And then I want to bring on Laura Tanzer, award-winning designer. So let's stop here and take a break.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. See Melody Edmondson has created a book series, The Space of the Waste. The book series may be found on Amazon.com. You'll want to purchase book one first. Your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. This is a new method of measuring, including the first guidebook. There are a total of 19 volumes that focus on different body shapes and waist lengths and how to make the space of the waist work for you. Find the Space of the Waist Guides on Amazon.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Space of the Waste. To reach the show today, call in to one 866 472 That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thespaceofthewaste at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, it's Melody
1: Edmondson back here at the Space of the Waste on the Variety Channel of Voice America. I now want to introduce to you Laura Tanzer. Laura is going to explain to you about her body geometry and her beautiful design collection. Laura,
2: hi, <clears throat> hi, Melody. It's really nice to be here. Hey, Thank you hi. For having me.
0: You um, bet.
2: So um, I'll give you a little bit of background about me. Um, I have been sewing and designing and making since I was probably you know nine or ten. And, um, I, I sort of learned on my own how to make patterns, uh, well, to destroy patterns like butterick And <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> when I was a young teenager, ah, <laughs> you know, I couldn't find what I wanted. And, um, so I would just buy something that was similar and then i would just completely destroy it. And then I would make my own clothes. And, uh, so I learned a lot about my own body and what worked for me, um, and I was, um, and um, I was a round kid. Um, I kind of looked like, um, like you know those M and M's that have the the stick legs. I was that. I was this round M M&M and M with stick legs when I was a kid, and I hated it. But I learned how to camouflage. That's what I called it. So, fast forward. Um, I ended up going to school at FIT in New York. And um, I learned so much there from all of the the, um, instructors who were all working instructors. And so they all worked in the industry. And so when I left, when I graduated and I worked in the industry, I learned even more because I was out there practicing. And um, I loved that. I loved all of it. Um, I loved learning about the tools and the different methods and how things were made in production um, versus how things are made, you know, in sample rooms. It's very different, very different processes. And so, fast forward again, and um, I have my own business, and the way that I design and the way that I make clothes for myself and for my clients is to look at the different body types. So when Melody and I met and she told me about her space of the waist and I told her that, you know, I I use this sort of body geometry, a similar kind of system, we sort of merged these ideas, which was really quite fun. And we've talked about this at length. and we've had lunches over this. And thank you for lunch,
1: Melody. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. I am just blessed. You're like an angel from God. <laughs> so, um
2: my, I call it body geometry because I'm using those same uh, constructs that Melody uses, which is, you know, the round, the square, the rectangle, the triangle, the inverted triangle, the hourglass. And, you know, through my studies and research, which has not been totally formalized, uh, it's just uh, I see that most people have no clue what their body type is. Um, they, some people who are a little bit more astute have figured out their style, which is similar to what I did when I was younger, which was camouflage, you know, figure out what works. But most people still, when they go shopping, don't know to just automatically shy away from, you know, X type of garment because it's not going to work for them. And so when I have clientele come into me, no, know, and I do all of my measuring, I inform them, I educate them. I say, look, this is not about horizontals. This is about verticals. And they look at me and they're just like, what? And I say, okay, what's important for you is, is proportion and proportion is not necessarily a horizontal measurement. Proportion is how tall you are. It is your space of your waist. It is um, the the proportion, the vertical proportion from your waist uh, to the bottom of your tush. Um, It is the proportion from your, you know, your, your front bones below your neck to just under your ears. It is the proportion of the length of your arms and the length of your legs. All of those things are equally, if not more important than your horizontal measurements. Your horizontal measurements can be camouflaged your vertical measurements as melody said earlier there's nothing you can do about your skeleton it is your skeleton and that gives you your vertical proportions so work with that and that's what my body geometry does it you know when i design and i love to design like everything uh, i especially like to do coats and vests they're so much fun um and they're fabulous <laughs> thank you i have one of each now <laughs> <laughs> um Really, it's when I'm designing, I'm designing for me for what gives me pleasure, or I'm designing for a client who has a need for a special uh, uh, outfit. Um, And I'm always thinking about those vertical proportions. Well, what's going to work on that person's body type? What is going to work for the majority of the clientele that come to me for clothing? Um, and so I'm always thinking about that, and I was thinking about, you know, if I am going to make a certain style, how is it going to translate down into maybe somebody who's five foot tall and really slim, versus somebody who's five foot three and has a completely different body type because they're maybe more round, and the proportion between, you know, their their shoulder and their waist is really long and they've got short legs, how is all of that going to translate? So I think about those things when I'm designing styles when I'm making my patterns. Um, and so my my philosophy, if you will, of body geometry is always thinking about the geometric shapes that we that we work within, that we live in. Um, so anyway, that being said, um, I also, I'm very much into sustainable design and I'm very much into sustainable living. And these are very, very important. And Melody has brought this up in just in terms of the waste that, um, waste W A S T E not W A I S T. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Waste, waste that, and
1: waste. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, there's, if you don't know your waste, you're going to create waste. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Maybe That's a new great. commercial for me.
2: <laughs> um, but there's, there is too much because we are now buying so much online. There's a lot of return. Um, because we are not going into fitting rooms and trying things on and deciding, oh, my God, this looks awful. I'm not going to buy this. We're creating too much waste. And if you know your proportions, and if you can get the precise proportions of something that you're looking at online, um, then you you can sort of have a better perspective of what's going to work for you, what's not. Um, So, and I have to admit that my website doesn't have the appropriate measurements for everything. So I need to upgrade that. Yes. (laughs)
1: that's Um, a good job for your husband. He's techie. I know.
2: Right. But (laughs) in, in all fairness, I have to say that the designs that I make are rarely, um, body restricting. Right. So I tend to make sort of loose flowing garments that work for most body types.
1: That's right. Um,
2: And so, uh, so I, I try to do that. There are a few items there that um, are more fitted, but mostly easy to wear um, clothing. Um, and that's, again, just just part of my philosophy. I hate to be uncomfortable in clothing. And I figure if I hate to be uncomfortable, then most other people hate to be uncomfortable. So that's where I work from. I also, in terms of sustainability, um, I source vintage and dead stock. And that means that I'm looking for fabrics that are sitting around in a warehouse that haven't been used. Uh, I'm looking for fabrics that are natural fibers only. I don't use. Yes. Yeah. Because I love that. (laughs) Right. Several reasons for that. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But dead stock is basically leftover. From a manufacturer, whether that manufacturer is a textile producer that made too much of a certain uh, uh, type of textile or whether it's a manufacturer, like a designer, like I I get a lot of um, my suitings from uh, the Armani people because they they have leftovers. So they bought too much fabric. They didn't cut it up. They have a bolt here. They have a bolt there. I have a broker who gets those you know pennies on the dollar so I don't pay as much as Armani paid
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm using that fabric and it's not going into a landfill or an incinerator okay so we are it. all of us minimizing the waste stream in that respect um, saving more the people. planet yes <laughs> and more people need to do that so in terms of natural fibers versus man-made fibers there's a there's a lot of dialogue about this but my position is this um When we wear natural fibers, our bodies can breathe. Our skin is our largest organ. So if we constrict that with um, fibers, clothing that are made of fibers that don't allow us to breathe, um, we we can't breathe. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, And people- It's healthier. It's healthier. You can get rashes. You can get any number of um, uh, germ types of um, conditions. So- yeah. And again, healthier for people, healthier for the planet. Uh, keep it minimal, keep it uh, less wasteful. Um, other things that I do to, to be sustainable are I use everything. So if I'm cutting up a piece of fabric and I'm making a certain style and I have leftovers, because you always have leftovers when you cut up, I save them. And, uh, and I use them to create one-of-a-kind
1: wearable art. And I love them. I have purchased several tops, and you'd said, "Oh my gosh, that's one of my sustainable in a way that's from my scraps, And I go and I love it, and I get a million compliments on it because it's oh, got great. layers that swing, and it's of course it's black, my favorite color. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love
1: yep. your I love your leftover scraps, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um, yeah. Um, I love them too. They're really fun for me. They're very, very, um, you know, they're one. I'm just using those remnants to sculpt
1: something to wear. Yes. It makes you think way outside of the boss because even does. some of those skirts, oh my gosh, when my sister-in-law, Shireen, and I went down there, oh man, there were some fabulous skirts. I mean, they, they didn't, unfortunately, they weren't our size, but they were fabulous.
2: <laughs> um, and I do give workshops. Um, in learning how to use your own remnants. So if you've got a pile of remnants or if you have some fabric that's been sitting there and you're afraid to cut into it, I give workshops um, on how to do that. And um, right now, they're they're still just physical workshops. I'm still working on um, figuring out the right equipment to do virtual workshops, which I would love to do. Uh, since we're yeah. in this pandemic and yeah. not everybody can travel to where I am in Arizona.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so working on that, but if, uh,
1: I think Facebook might have that now.
2: Yeah. Under we,
1: the business app.
2: Yeah. And I just, the technology of it just like
1: yeah. daunting. I'm checking into it too, just, just cause I want to know about it, but yeah, you would be fabulous on there. Can I ask you a question? Um Uh, Do you think more people have balanced waists or more people have short and long waists of of your percentages, of your expertise? You were at Carolina Herrera. You have been in New York designing for several people. I I know I've spoken to um, Terry John Dresses and I've spoken to Mike Dees, who was years uh, Joan Voss Knitwear. And, I knew Dana Buckman years ago, and I'm just trying to get a handle on this because my research says many, many, many more women are short-waisted and long-waisted than they are balanced-waisted. And the clothing is still being made from an old pattern in 1950 for an hourglass body shape. Um,
2: so I agree with you, um, short and long-waisted overbalanced. I would say the predominance are short and then long and then balanced. Um, and it's the same thing with the geometric shapes. Um, I would say that there are, um, more squares and rectangles and triangles than there are rounds and, um, and very few hourglass.
1: Very, so, very what different. are the the key shapes? Square, square,
2: rectangle, triangle
1: square, rectangle and triangle.
2: Those are the predominant ones. And then um and then this the the round and the inverted triangle are would be next and last and least amount of um hourglass. Hourglass is this sort of ideal along with the balanced waist. It's an ideal and you know back in the 1950s because you've just brought up the 1950s um Women were forced into that proportion using all sorts of, uh, underwear, you know, girdles and, and corsets. corsets and, you know, everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how women even breathed in you know, all that stuff, but, um, but, you know, and then if you, you just look back through history and, um, for hundreds of years, women were corseted and girdled and yes. strained and, you know, hobble skirts and. Uh, <laughs> um, and so now we live in a much freer age and um, we live in knits much of the time. Yes. Think yes. about it. And knits are wonderful. Knits are wonderfully um adaptable
1: yeah they contour water. they contour sort of to you unless they're too big then they don't contour but right
2: but they allow us the freedom to be who we are they allow us the freedom to be our square self or our triangle self you know they allow us to fit ourselves much more readily than yes. um than a lot of the wovens and i uh
1: i just want to interject that my mother uh taught me something about When she got older, she never had to do this before because my mother had a a nice shape and knew how to dress for her body shape. But as she had her four kids, etc., she had sagging skin around her midsection. So she would take big wide belts with kind of a medallion on the front, and she says, "If you put that over, like you say, the muffin top, or if if where your weight is in your stomach, you could move it." you know, down over your stomach and that holds all that in. And I really think it's a great idea and it does work. And I, someone, a friend of mine, Dorothy Formicola, who was head of new designers, at Specialty stores association and fashion director. When I was there, she uh, sent me a video with Diane Keaton and Diane was talking about this very thing. My mother had taught me years ago where she said, now here's what I have to do. It's called the belt and you, she takes a wide belt and she says, you know, I'm thin, I'm tall, but look what I've got. So I hide all of that under this belt. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's that's a good trick for everybody.
2: <laughs> well, and and you know, she, to be fair, Diane Keaton
1: also wears
2: these really great turtlenecks.
1: Yeah. Yes, she does. To hide
2: it? to hide whatever yeah. it is, doesn't want people to see. Right. Yeah, she- yeah. Yeah. She's
1: in her 70s? Yeah, probably. And she has a longer neck. but she has a very long she, neck. And, and she's she wears able, these gorgeous turtlenecks. And, and she and always white. wears her hair a little longer. And I, I do think because yeah, you yeah, you always get that as you age, you're going to have a neck sag a little bit. And the turtleneck is a good um, tweak, <laughs> let's say, for the okay. turkey gobbler. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a little camouflage. It is. Yeah, pretty interesting. So yeah, so there are so many things Um, that brings us in terms of aging, that brings me to another aspect. So while we can't change our skeleton, so our vertical proportions, as we age, for many women and men getting into their 60s, 70s, and 80s, their skeleton does shrink Uh, your spine collapses a little bit on itself The actually not the spine itself, but the discs in between mm-hmm. the bones mm-hmm. start to compress, they lose their moisture. And so you start to lose height. Shrink.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. So you shrink. And part of that shrinkage is going from maybe from a balanced waist to a short waist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be part that's of That's true. Um, so as, as we go through our decades, we need to reassess what looks good on
1: us. Thank you, Laura, so much. We're going to have to go to commercial
0: play. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. C. Melody Edmondson has created a book series, The Space of the Waist. The book series may be found on Amazon.com. You'll want to purchase book one first. Your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. This is a new method of measuring, including the first guidebook. There are a total of 19 volumes that focus on different body shapes and waist lengths and how to make the space of the waist work for you. Find the space of the waist guides on Amazon.com. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. listening to the space of the waste to reach the show today call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to the space of the waste at gmail.com now back to the show Welcome back. And
1: thank you so much for tuning into the space of the ways. I want to give a big uh, thank you to Laura Tanzer for taking time out from her busy schedule to be on our show today. Thank you, Laura. And you're welcome back anytime. Keep designing great clothes. Cause I love them.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Melody. It was great being on your show. And uh, I hope the rest of the show
1: goes really well. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Uh, I just like to wrap up a little bit here and, um, make I only have about six minutes, but I'd like to say um, that when I was in college and even in high school, my mother was a great seamstress. And mother could take, she knew our bodies. And she actually could make clothes for us without patterns and just sew them. And we would love them. And she usually did it for occasional things like Christmas dresses. I remember those green silk with black velvet dresses Mother made. Kathy, Penny, and I all alike. And we were literally, she was hemming them on us before we went to the Christmas program. But they were gorgeous. Then I remember Mother made uh, most all of my college sorority and and college homecoming outfits, uh, Alpha Sigma Alpha, big party outfits. And I mean, they were outstandingly gorgeous. And even my good friend, uh, Debbie Nickel, Debbie Sodi Now she uh, was a five nine model, long waisted. She would wear my clothes in best dressed, and she won. She won wearing clothes that mother had made me. She was also a dancer, and I remember her final outfit was the peach blouse mother made with the big sleeves and the tight French cuffs with pearl buttons, and then they were a high waisted palazzo pants with all of this pearl and gold beading around the. Wide waist, and they looked amazing on Donna. She just looked fab. I mean, on Debbie, Debbie Nichols, she looked amazing. She won. And another outfit she made uh, were for Penny. Penny had the wide legs that were kind of a daisy print see through. And then she had a white, like polka dot silk organza with a white camisole under it. She wore the the tunic over the pants, over the trousers with these beautiful flat shoes. I mean, it looked absolutely stunning. That was another wonderful outfit I remember. And then when I was in uh, uh, high school, uh, I remember going to uh, Homecoming with Donnie Jackson and I found this dress on an ad it was an ad in like a glamour magazine and i love this dress but we couldn't find one so mother went and bought the fabric and had a seamstress actually make that dress because she was very busy with her other by then we had four kids in the family she was very busy but i had the most incredible uh triangle dress and pink silk chiffon with a ruffle stand collar and the ruffle around the short sleeves and a ruffle around the bottom. I mean, it was stunning. Anyway, I will close uh, now with uh, just saying that I can't, my sister sent me a great quote today. You cannot save people, but you can only love them. And that was by Ones Neen and I can tell you that I don't think I can save you either, but I can certainly give you all the knowledge I've accumulated in 30 years in order to assist you in dressing the very best that you can so that you can forget about how you look, knowing you look fabulous and just go on with the rest of your life, go on with your job, go on with your children, go on with your friends And I want you to be prepared. I think we need to live in preparation for the best life we can possibly have. And in living in preparation, that means getting that closet organized. And yeah, I'm going to harp on that. And I can't wait till that day comes. I'm really trying to hurry and get through all the body shapes and get as many designers on here as possible. And then we're going to clean that closet out. So with that, I'm going to talk just very little tiny bit more so I can use up whatever bit of time I have. And I will tell you who we're going to have on next time. That's going to be Mike Dees, Michael Dees. And Mike, I've known for 50 years, Mike started, he was a buyer at M.M. McCone and he worked his way up to a GMM at Belt Company, VP, maybe executive VP GMM at Belt Company. And then he came to New York and he was several places in New York. I think lastly, uh, it's been Joan Voss knitwear dressing. And boy, has that just skyrocketed again because of all the different body shapes and uh, waist placements that can fit into knit dressing. So Mike's going to be on here on the 18th. The 18th. And then on the 25th, we're going to have Mirren White who is from Kansas City, Missouri, and she is a woman that has been in many, many pageants. She is an hourglass uh, body shape, and she has won uh, Miss uh, Junior Miss International and a few other, many other Junior Miss pageants. And she's going to be on talking about uh, the younger people today and what they wear and their problems that they have in finding clothing. And I think that'll be helpful because uh, it's a little bit different than the 30 year olds, but but surprisingly, not as different as you'd think. Uh, I got to tell you a little story. I like to end with a little story. I did last time and it went over well. I'm going to come up with another one. My dad H.P. Bud Place. He he loved fashion. And wh- when I was coming back from New York, I wanted to make a stopover at Kansas City. And I saw my dad and he like flipped out, Melody, your hair taxes my imagination. I had cripped my hair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to sign off. And he didn't say anything about my Norma Kamali outfit, but Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. And let me see you next Tuesday. Let me hear from you. Tune in and
0: write me. Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.